You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you tuned in today. Today's episode is fun for me. We're going to talk about Serve Day as a church family. If you have used our podcast regularly, you will recognize that we have not had the consistency that we once had. That is 100% on me. I just haven't had room in my weekly rhythm to keep the podcast current, but the podcast is one of my favorite side projects. So I'm trying to uh, make some room for getting that figured out so that we can get back to to a normal Carville Church Life podcast routine. But today's episode is in the books, so thanks for tuning in to listen. Let's get it kicked off. So let me set this up. On Sunday, our church family gathered and we celebrated a week that we nicknamed Serve Week. A few years ago, we had a Serve Day where people in our church family were encouraged to find ways to serve our local community, to bless brothers and sisters around us as a way to keep serving front and center in the Carterville DNA. Well, this year, our missions team led us to make Serve Day Serve Week. So we expanded our horizons a little bit. We asked small group leaders to consider if they'd like to participate and find a project. Uh, I invited Jeremy Stroh to be on today's podcast episode with me. Stroh is our college and missions pastor. As missions pastor, he leads our missions team. Yvette Townsend is our team leader. She did a great job sharing with the church on Sunday. And so he can tell us a little bit about uh, how Serve Week came to be. And then he and I want to share with you a little bit about some of the projects uh, that were carried out by our church members. So Stroh, welcome to the podcast. I thank you for making time, man. Yeah, man. Thanks. Okay, so uh, I'm familiar with Serve Week because I just participated in it, but maybe somebody listening is not. So give us the 30 second, what were we doing and why, how this happened? Sure, yeah. So the goal is to encourage our groups to find ways to serve our community together. And I went with Serve Week instead of just one day. Uh, one for schedules, folks, as they are busier and busier. Uh, it's just hard to all look up and go, we're going to take this one time together to do this. And so some of the projects themselves, if there's a construction project or if they want to visit some folks in homes, sometimes they just lend themselves better to um, a different time frame than uh, that Sunday afternoon when we go out and serve. And so we want to give groups freedom to really get creative, really think hard about what mattered to them, what God might be calling them to do, and give them the freedom to do that. And so we thought, hey, let's open up a whole week. Um, it's actually kind of been the whole month. There's a lot of different folks who've had to choose different days. But the goal would be that um, this would just be one uh, really encouraging, equipping kind of push to say to our groups, hey, let's love and serve the pedal community well together in the name of Jesus. And lots of our groups did a, just a phenomenal job with it. We're proud of them. We can't wait to see how God uses to stir up more. Well, I'm proud of the mission team. I was excited to be a part of it. So I am a Sunday school teacher. Uh, so for my front row seat, it was kind of neat to watch my class engage our project. Um, I'll cover that when it comes to the right time. But let's just, I would love to give the church family kind of a sampling of, well, what kinds of things did we do? You know, like I look back over the past years, you know, two of our last projects for my class and serve, serve day uh, in the old you know, rendition of it. We we went to a laundromat one time and we paid for uh, people's laundry. We took snacks and we, we just kind of hung out and made friends and we're, we represented the church that way and tried to help people with laundry. It was actually kind of fun. I made a friend that I have kept for a couple of years yeah. um, through that through that effort. 
Uh, before that, you know, we went all around the neighborhood surrounding Carterville with potted plants and offered to pray mm-hmm. for families. That was kind of interesting. Got to meet the neighbors for sure. Um, that was a that was a good experience. But those are some of the kinds of things we did in the past. Well, let's talk about the kinds of things uh, that happened through the creativity and leadership of our small groups and their small group leaders this year. Let's. Uh, I'll start at the top. You and I have a little list, yeah. And so we'll work our way down. I talked to Landon Adams. Uh, Landon leads a small group for young adults, and uh, they had a cool project. I know I saw Connor Estes was a part of that, and Paige, mm-hmm. and I think Brick and Cass were. I don't, I, the, the rest of their class, awesome. I'm sure. Yeah, but I've talked whole, to whole part of the group. talked to several of them, and they 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 had a neat project. They went to Friendly Park on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, they took picnics and they, they took a picnic and grilled out and. Basically, they just sort of offered a, hey, come come get come get dinner, and so their class was participating in a picnic that was for anybody at Friendly Park. People came to eat. People played games. Uh, our our small group uh, volunteers, you know, hung out with people's kids in in an appropriate way and kind of you know just put together this fun activity, this sort of outing at Friendly Park as a way to meet meet people. I thought it was cool. They actually did a little research. I thought this was neat. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to pick the right day in the right park. So I think so they sent people to, to both of our local larger parks on a Sunday afternoon to kind of check them out and see which place yeah. would have been better for them. For I just thought that was cool. That like Here's a class that thought outside the box, put intentional effort in it, and they carried out their project. So that was, that was the Adams. What you got? Yeah, so the Bonders did a great job. Uh, the Bonders group came together and packed 125 gift bags for Hope Clinic clients. Anytime uh, a client comes to Hope Clinic, visits, um, gets a, a, a consultation, um, and is cared for, um, they also have uh, goodie bags that they can hand out them. Uh, and then sometimes when they do outreach on campus, they'll have goodie bags that they hand out cool. as a way to represent Hope Clinic and to stir up uh, a little attention to something that can get overlooked uh, on campuses if they're not aware yeah, of it. Yeah, and so like if you're listening to the podcast and you say, well, that sounds nice, I want to be sure you know that Hope Clinic also is one of our ministry partners. It's a it's a pregnancy resource center. So I, I think that's cool. That's neat. I love the way that was partnered up. Um, hey, Butch O'Neill, you've got Butch on your list, right? Yeah, so his group has been working hard out at Lighthouse. There's a big parking area out front that needed a, a real overhaul renovation. So talking about digging out a lot of sod and and old broken some old broken concrete and then coming back with a little bit of dirt and then some uh some stone just to try to give them a parking area so that you don't have cars bogging down and that kind of thing mm-hmm. they did a super great job john woods kind of led the push on that but their their church their their small group helped make that happen and then they're also doing a uh, an exterior painting so uh, you know randy langford john robert some of those guys are out there uh kind of pressure washing the outside one wall's gotten kind of dingy and and, and just needs a touch up and so they Pressure wash it real well, and when they get to just the right day of weather, they're going to paint that thing up, and it's going to look great. Man, that is a big project. Yes. Both of those were large projects, um, but it is a great chance for them to um, to be around one of our ministry partners and to love them in a way that they really needed. Yeah. Well, and that class is so filled with I mean, filled with people who can carry out the work and are talented, skilled skilled people. That's neat, man. That's cool. They're great guys. So um, Chandra Sullivan, Chandra leads a small group, and Chandra was telling me about her class because she was actually – calling me to talk about the worship schedule. So like on Sunday, October 30th, Chandra's class is going to provide breakfast for first responders in our area. And, um, and along with breakfast, you know, we're going to honor them in the worship service and show our gratitude. And they just, man, that was, that was a cool project. That was neat for them. Just some of the, some of the members of her group have had positive experience with first responders lately and wanted a way to say thanks. And so it just seemed like the right project at the right time. Tell you what, one thing that's neat about that, um, 
Recently, I was in a doctor's office. I had to go get my yellow fever vaccine for my Africa mission trip in November, right? I mean, y'all may not have cared, but I had to go to, had to, go to a clinic. I had to get a shot. Yep. And so the lady that was administering my shot, super nice lady, did a great job with my, didn't hurt at all, did not hurt at all. But she said, oh, I know your church. And I said, great, I'd love for you to come visit. She said, I am. I'm coming on October 30th. My husband is a fireman. And so that's "That's awesome. awesome. Yes. So uh, even last week, you know, there were, it was clear that first responders in our community have this on their radar. How neat is that? That's really cool. Yeah, it is. So you, you took the college group. Yeah, we went out to the uh, Panther Mobile Home Park out on Ruger Road. A lot of families out there, a lot of folks, um, some real needs. And uh, so our day was just cooking out lunch with them, playing games with the kids. Man, there are kids everywhere out in that park and giving them an afternoon of just attention yeah. and care. Um, so we had burgers, we had hot dogs, we had some snacks, uh, some fruit. And um, then we played a bunch of games, kicking soccer balls, throwing dodgeballs, uh, at paper airplane light contests. They had all sorts of cool stuff out there. And college did... Just the college kids did a super great job. I mean, grilling burgers, serving burgers, and then playing lots of games, sitting down with families and getting to know them. Uh, it was a, it was a really cool day, and we saw probably around a hundred folks all wow. hanging out together out there. That's big. That sounds like a perfect project for college students. though, all the running. There was a lot. So here's a two for one, right? Um, so the Ezels class did yard work for uh, a lady in our in our church family who needed some support there. But so did my class. Mm. Um, our class went a little early. We stretched the boundaries. You know, we went about two weeks early because somebody reached out asking for help, and I thought, mm-hmm. well, this is perfect for us. And um, but they don't need us to wait, right? Right. You know, until serve week. So we we went a little early, but it was awesome. I mean, several of our kids. I teach a uh, kind of, I guess, middle aged adult class, mm-hmm. and so we had some of our kids with us. Tons of people in the yard, and just with lots of hands, we were able to get a lot done. And we just we gave we gave our friend and that homeowner a real boost. Just we were able to to communicate personally. Hey, we love you. You know, we we want to support you. I got a thank you card about that this week, and that that meant a lot to me. You know, they they made bread for us. We were super proud, you know, that they just were really glad that we were there. It was neat to get to represent the church that way. And I'm sure that the uh, Ezels had a similar experience with the yard work they did. You know, that's a great Sunday school class. Um, But anyway, that that was cool for us to be able to do yard work for some of our senior adult ladies. That's great. That's good stuff. Yeah, and the McCrary's, you know, they go out, they went out to the lighthouse and um, had an amazing time cooking out with them. And then the kiddos who are out there, um, some folks don't realize just how many uh, of the ladies have have kiddos out there and how much they love being poured into. So those kiddos got to carve pumpkins and um, you get to see all sorts of, I mean, whether it's the Baileys or the Causeys or you just get to see them leaning into those kiddos and helping them carve pumpkins and laughing with them and caring for them. And um, that kind of attention is such a big deal. So they got to go out, um, cook out together, and just spend time with part of our church family. Um, so it was super good to, to see that. Well, and so, you know, a little shout out to Judy and that that small group, uh, or not so small. That's a big class. Yeah. Yeah, the overachievers in that bunch. They had like they had two projects, right? They did the, they turned around and did almost the same thing uh, across the street at Forest at uh, you know Forest Trailer Park, mm-hmm. uh, right across the street from the church. They did a traveling pumpkin patch, took pumpkins to the kids. You know, that such a cool idea. Very timely. I would have never thought, I would have never thought of that idea. Super creative. Yep. Super great. I was really proud of them. So the McCoys, uh, here's another first responders. You know, mm-hmm. they took snacks and goodies to to pedal first responders to show some love. I thought that was terrific. Um, last Monday, I showed up for church, and um, Shug Jenkins was outside with, uh, well, Shug Jenkins was taking, uh, 
gift bags yeah. and making visits at the Beehive. When I showed up last Monday, Sterling Williams and her class mm-hmm. were uh, were gathered up with with bags. I was like, oh, that's, look at this. What's what's that about? Here's what they did. They were going to Bedford and had to be put off for a minute because of a of a COVID case yeah. at Bedford, so they'll have to return to it. But they kind of have a two for one thing. They make goodie bags for Bedford, and they uh, and they also have a craft that they're going to do with the residents. They got everything all bagged up and ready to go, so they're going to carry out a craft with the Bedford residents. Um, and then I thought it was kind of cool that you know with Shug going to the Beehive, with them mm-hmm. going to Bedford, you know, both those two groups picked really good projects to encourage and to encourage neat. those folks. So just talking with Sterling a little bit about that, um, they were made aware in that serve opportunity of another one which is that um, there are some residents there who don't get visits around the holidays okay and so they're looking to make plans for what does it look like for us to visit you know around christmas what does it look like for us to bring a small gift how are we going to and so they just like we've talked about earlier like the service week serve week is about encouraging inspiring and seeing needs in the community so that we're serving jesus all the time and that's just one of those places where you just see a little jump off project from one to the next it was pretty cool Super cool. So I'll wrap up our list, and um, you know, I, this, you know, Corey took students who weren't able to serve with their families. Uh, some of our kids, you know, Cannon went with us. That was kind of neat. But yeah. but so students had multiple opportunities. But Corey took students to do yard work for widows and took some cookies uh, around. I thought that was a cool project. Um, one of our ladies' classes helped restock, you know, a close a closed closet for the ladies at Lighthouse. And then I thought this was cool. Some of our, our uh, women's ministry volunteers, um, they went out and met new women in the community, try to connect them to the church, and you know took them resources and snacks. I just, it was it was cool to me to see small group leaders think of these kinds of projects. And I am sure that there are some that I missed, some that I don't have mm-hmm. on my list. And so if you're a small group leader who did a different project, hey, tell me about it. You know, maybe something I'd love to share. But I just think it's cool that you guys thought so hard that y'all came up with the perfect projects for your group. Uh, as a wrap of the podcast, y'all want to affirm what you said a minute ago, Strove. It is really neat to think that our church family, with some focused effort and support from our missions team, was able to take one week to really love on people in our community, to serve people for Jesus. That's cool. But the point of Serve Week is not Serve Week, or even the month of October. You know, The point is... Our church knows that service is a part of our discipleship DNA. I mean, long before I came to Carterville, the people in this church family were willing to serve for Jesus' sake. We would roll up our sleeves and serve people. And we want to make sure that that stays a healthy part of our discipleship DNA. To recognize that Jesus said, I came not to be served, but to serve and give my life a ransom for many. But I'm convinced that if believers aren't careful, we'll flip that around and we'll be self-serving. Our life will easily become focused on serving only ourselves. And so a healthy part of our church DNA is that we would concentrate our efforts to remind ourselves and our small groups that we want to be others focused. We want to serve Jesus. We want to serve our neighbor. And Serve Week is a cool way to remind us of that and to give us some examples of what that might look like. So sort of, you know, thanks to you and the missions team for coordinating coordinating this effort. Man, thanks to our church family for carrying this out. But before I wrap up the episode, I just want to point out that when Serve Week is over, like even after our last project on October 30 wraps up, our church still is filled with people who are serving, you know, from Meals on Wheels volunteers uh, to Sunday school teachers, you know, to people that just kind of, you know, come and prep 
prep lights or volunteer in preschool ministry or sing in the choir or you know play instruments or work with kids. Man, from beginning to end, all ages, our church has got so many people who are willing to serve Jesus. And I just want to pat you on the back, church family, for that today. So thanks for being willing to serve. And I would love to encourage you, keep looking for those opportunities to serve Jesus well through Carterville. So thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Let's make sure that as we wrap up 2022, uh, service is front and center, that we are serving Jesus and worshiping Him as we serve. God bless you. Have a terrific week.